This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center code. some friends in California who have a couple of young kids, young in the neighborhood of, you know, 11 and 13. And the parents were remarking that their kids are just beginning to figure out that some of their friends' houses are much, much bigger than theirs. Uh, Some of the kids have bigger rooms. Uh, They've got adjoining rooms. They have their own movie rooms, their own playrooms. Uh, better bicycles, you get the drift. And it led to a conversation about the concept of what do you say to your kids when you pass somebody's house that's really nice? And the thought from the kids is, is boy, they've got a much nicer house than I do, or boy, I really wish they had, I had what they had. And the real things that parents should probably be talking about is, is wow, The person that that owns that house must have really worked hard to be able to buy that house. They must have really done a lot of things to be as successful as they are. It's very similar when you see somebody succeed in a sporting event. You know, the first thought ought to be, I wonder how many hours they practice a week, how many hours they've practiced over the last month, how many hours they've put in over the years to be as great as they are at the sport that they're in. You know, when we measure success, we sometimes have a tendency to miss the hard work that it takes. There's a famous former college and professional football player, Tim Tebow, who says, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yes, I know there are some people that own some houses that never did anything, that their their parents did it or their grandparents did it or Who knows, maybe you're one of those people that knows the one in a million people that enjoyed their success from the lottery. But the reality is when you see a big house, when you see a successful sports person, when you see a successful business person, it probably means that they really worked hard, that they put together some fundamentals that allowed them to be successful. So today we're going to talk about everyday success. And the title of this message is Five Priorities to Create Everyday Success. So we're looking specifically at the contact center because that's what we do. So here are the five things that you can do if you're a leader and you've got people working for you that can let you be more successful. So number one, the number one priority to create everyday success is to greet your employees every day and with as much excitement and as much energy as you can. I don't know whether that's a a big hello, a high five, whether you need to meet them in the parking lot, whatever it takes, you need to be a great greeter. Let's face it, if you work in a contact center, 
Getting off to a great start is everything. If you're able to get off to a great start, that makes the difference sometimes between success and failure. Well, in order to greet people with a, uh, with, a, uh, with a great greeting, we need to know a little bit about them personally and professionally, right? We need to know what to say to them, right? So we can create all sorts of funky different ways to uh, communicate with them. Maybe that's creating a, uh, some sort of a pathway to their desk. Maybe it is meeting them and greeting them in the parking lot or meeting them at the front door. Maybe it's putting a personal note uh, on their desk or making sure that we dap our way down to every single one of them. But the reality is we need to know what to say. And in order to know what to say, we need to understand personally and professionally where they are and what's going on with them, right? So, I mean, getting a great start to a day is a little bit like put your tray tables um, and seat backs in their upright and locked position as we get ready to take off, right? We need to do this every day, not a couple of days a week, but every day to have a great start to make sure that we greet every single employee that works for us as best we can. Now, of course, if you've got some people that are that are remote, um, that maybe are at-home workers, well, then we need to get some sort of a text or we need to get a phone call or we need to get um, some sort of a motivational quote or something that touches them every day. I would love for you to call them every day if you could or text them every day or send them an email or something that lets them know that you're thinking about them at the beginning of their day. Um, let me clarify that, right? I want you to greet everybody at the beginning of their day, not at the beginning of your day. So if you've got people that are coming through at different times and different shifts, then I want you to make sure that you greet them accordingly. There's nothing better for your success than to get off to a great start. And the way to get off to a great start is to make sure that you're greeting everybody. The second priority that you need to have uh, when you come into work is a really simple one that works in contact centers and works all around the world. And it's quite simply what my boss finds interesting, I find fascinating. If you want to be successful in your job, figure out what it is your boss wants you to do, make it a priority, and do it. Take care of what your boss wants you to do, and it should be at the front of your thoughts and your ideas and your work every single day. So obviously, I've told you to go ahead and greet everybody, make sure that you greet everybody. The next thing that I want you to do if you greet, greet everybody is, is to take a look at what your boss wants you to do and make sure that you're accomplishing that. You know, there was the, the, the book, the Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and, and one of those was to put first things first, right? That, you know, there's so many things to do over the course of the day, and we have a tendency sometimes to, to lose sight of the, of the things that are important. Matter of fact, he had, um, he had uh, four quadrants, right? He had, um, he had important, not important, and urgent, and not urgent. And most people have a tendency to, you know, to, to the, get the important, urgent stuff, but then they start focusing on the not important, you know, not important, not urgent stuff and 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 miss out on the important, not urgent. Right. So what we want you to do is to make sure and, and your boss, sometimes the things that they want fit into this important but not urgent because there's so many other fires that you're taking care of. I don't want you to lose sight of the fact that what my boss finds interesting, I find fascinating. Take care of the stuff that your boss wants you to do. Um, for those of you that are sitting there saying, you know what, I don't like my boss. I think my boss doesn't know what he or she is doing. And I'm so much smarter than my boss. Well, you know what? Thank you for sharing that with me. But it really doesn't matter. The reality is they are the person that you report to. What your boss finds, finds interesting, you should find fascinating. Number three is a little bit of a bigger subject. And that's basically to take care of business. 
right? So taking care of business really kind of divides itself into three different things, I think. The first one is coaching, right? If you've got people, we're in the business of coaching. If you've heard my other podcast, you know that I see people as roses, daisies, and weeds. And coaching is different than managing, right? Coaching is when you come alongside them, you're next to them, and, and never lose sight of the fact that one is playing, which is usually the people that are on the front line, they're actually playing, right? And you're the one that's coaching, right? And when we coach, we spend very little time on the actual numbers and more time on how to change the numbers or steps to that, that they can take that will affect the numbers, right? So an example is adher- adherence. If, if I've got an issue or, um, you know, or scheduling, I've got, a, I've got an issue with an employee that just can't show up. Uh, on time to work. They, they, they just can't show up. And uh, so, so coaching would be to work with them on some sort of a new strategy, right? To figure out some different ways that you can help them and hold them accountable with some creative ideas on uh, maybe making sure they purchase an alarm clock or get a more reliable car or get a more reliable person that they are carpooling with, or just quite simply to reset their clock so that they arrive early enough to make sure that they're going to be at work when they need to be. And the same thing, of course, is, you know, for the people that have adherence issues and they can't make it back from lunch, right, which is sitting down and you may need to literally walk through with them what they're eating. But the point is, is that is that coaching is a critical component. And again, I've got to coach roses, daisies, and weeds. I can't just coach all the weeds all the time. I've got to have something to coach uh, the, the roses. And of course, um, I, I need things for the daisies as well. So we're looking for ways that we can hold people accountable and that we are, we're in tune and we're ready and we've got the, the necessary information that we need to coach them. Uh, in the area of taking care of business, we're also going to have admin, admin work that we need to do. And obviously we need to keep up with it. Not all at once. We need to stay current. Some people are, are, are really, really poorly driven by the fact that they come in and they immediately start doing their admin. It's one of the first things they do in the day. They know how much they've got to do and they just get right to it first thing in the morning. They're not greeting people and they're not taking care of the, the issues that they need to. So admin can consume you. I know emails are important, but you'll never be successful if you spend all day long with your head down focused on emails. But we need to make sure that we find times and slots for it, that we're focused on it, that we keep up with it, we're current, and we're not in this all-at-once type of thing. And of course, the third piece of of taking care of business on a daily basis, of course, is the day-to-day stuff that I don't know that you know, right? You're sitting there saying, Michael, listen, you want me to do all this stuff, but you don't know what my schedule looks like. I know that you've got meetings. I know that you've got projects. I know that you've got planning. You're going to have to schedule that into your everyday everyday pieces, but you can't spend all day in meetings. You won't be effective. You can't spend all, all day on projects. You're going to have to find a way to work within these pieces. So in this take care of business, we've got coaching, admin, and day-to-day. Take a look at those as well. The fourth thing that we need to do is to make sure that we're in the rows and we're in the moment. Get out of your seat and connect encourage, assist, engage with your employees. And you need to make sure that you're talking to all of them. Get up out of your seat and get in the rows. Every moment that you have possible, get into the rows. Every moment that you don't have possible, get into the rows. When you do that, when I, when I, when I do that, we're able to, to 
find things early, maybe solve a short problem, maybe overcome an issue or a training issue. Don't ever lose sight of the very worst employee that you have today is going to talk to more employees or more customers than your most high fluent marketing executive is going to talk to in a year. Get up out of your seat and talk to them. Get up out of your seat and talk to a rose and encourage them to be a little bit more successful and to stretch the limit or whatever the challenges are that you've got going on in that area. Next, you note about your at-home workers, right? You can't get up out of the rows. You can't get up out of the rows, so it requires you to reach out and connect with them, whether that be through, uh, through texting or messaging or an email or a phone call. Even if it's a short phone call when they call, it's also really, really important that you, know, you be available to speak to them when they, when they call you. Right. And when you do get in the rows and I do get in the moment, don't lose sight of the fact that you're focused on that person at that time. There's nothing worse than than doing a drive by in the rows where you're you're kind of talking. But as you're going, you're you're crooking your neck as you look at them as you move on to somebody else. Right. If you're going to get up and be in the rows and be in the moment, then be in the rows and be in the moment for that person at that time. Laser lock on them. Focus your eyes. Focus your attention. Put your cell phone away. Listen with your ears and with your eyes and with your body language, right? So that you're focused on them and let them know that they're the most important person that you're talking to at that particular moment. And after you've had your moment, then you go ahead and move on. So if, if priority one is to greet your employees, priority two is to what my boss finds interesting, I find fascinating. Priority three is taking care of business. Priority four is in the rows and in the moment then the last priority is to just have a great goodbye, which means we're going to do the same thing in the morning that we did in the, after, that we did in the afternoon. Right? We're going to exit on a personal level. We're going to connect with somebody. It'd be really great if I had some sort of data on some things that they've done really well or some challenges they have or some information that you want to share with them or you know that they've got a big softball game tonight or they're going to their daughter's play or they're working on a new uh, recipe uh, that they're cooking for themselves or for the family or they're going out or whatever it is they're doing. When you're able to connect and exit on a personal level to be able to say, hey, Sally, um, um, great job today. Um, why don't you extend this great on to your softball game tonight or whatever the combination is. We're exiting on a personal level. Quite frankly, you're modeling the exact same thing that you want your reps to do at the end of every conversation that they have with their customers as well. Don't forget to say goodbye to everyone. Again, a dap, a high five, uh, a handshake, whatever you have to do. Don't forget about the fact that we've got different shifts at different times. Um, obviously, you can do this while you're in the moment in the rows and, and make sure that we're doing this as well. But, if I, but if, if I greet well at the start and I exit well at the end, I've created an environment where I am connecting and taking care of the things that I need to do, that you need to do to be successful on a day in and day out basis. And of course, the final thing that you're doing, which is part of a, a great goodbye, is a great goodbye for yourself, which is to prepare for tomorrow. And maybe it's just sitting down and writing down what the greetings are or what the personal areas are that you're going to cover for each one of your employees. So there you have them. If you want to create everyday success, we greet our employees. What my boss finds interesting, I find fascinating. We're going to take care of business. We're going to coach. We're going to do our admin. We're going to do our day-to-day -day meetings. We're going to be in the rows and in the moment. And finally, we're going to have a great goodbye. You know what? The reality is, is that most people that are successful don't do it because they win the lottery. And there is a rare, rare, rare few that do it because Grandpa Jones did it 
or their family did it or something else happened. Most people earn their success and they earn it through hard work and through preparation and being focused on the things that are important. I hope you enjoyed this message. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day. Bye-bye now.